Three minutes past four. Pleasure and a privilege to welcome Ugoko Stokosabandabadala. Happy Tuesday, Goko. Welcome to the show. Tokosan Goko. Okay, I got to get Ifono Fono is misbehaving. We'll get back to it in a moment. See if the phone of phone will behave this time around. Tawazani Koko, Tawazabandabatel, welcome to the show. Go, go. Tawazani, um, Manda, how are you? Good we morning. are well, Gogo. How about you? Gogo sounds like a Gogo hasn't slept. A Gogo has been busy all <laughs> night. No, I, I did sleep. I just, I'm, I'm a very light sleeper, so maybe that's why I sound shaped. Uh, you, you must give me a bit of that energy and the lightness of sleep, Coco, because some of us, when we sleep, hey, icon, it gets very rough. We just go to the other side. <laughs> you've, been, um, you've been well, Coco? Yes, I've been keeping well, you know, working hard. Uh, but yeah, everything's been great. How have you been, Manja? Uh, trying to behave, Gogo. You know, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but uh, we, we try, Gogo. Beginana, beginana. Good. Good. <laughs> you know, boys can be boys, Gogo. Gogo, you know, from time to time, um, I, I, I think sometimes people are scared of dreams because what they could mean is happening to them, i.e., if somebody um, says they feel like they are getting a spell a bad spell for that matter cast on them does that happen when what, that one experiences a spell during a dream and and what would that symbolize and and exactly, is it possible yeah, for for somebody does happen yes Coco? Uh, yeah sadly it does happen to uh perceive a spell through a dream and uh quite, uh, quite honestly i think that's one of the main ways you can uh, actually know if someone is trying out something or doing a spell against you. You know, uh, there is no hard and fast rule when it comes to how you would know when someone is doing a spell against you in a dream, you know. But um, I guess for me personally, you know, um, it's usually it's been uh, dreams or, or, or visions. You know that are that are inconsistent with how I usually dream. You know, uh, for instance, some people dream in analogies 
you know, some people dream literal. So if all of a sudden the, your, the way that you dream is inconsistent with, you know, how your, your guides communicate with you, you know, you can uh, take that as one of the signs. Maybe if, if your dreams are suddenly more vivid and there should not be a reason why you're uh, dreaming this way or the, the message um, is, so strong, is, is coming through so strongly, you know, that could be, that could be one of the signs. But really, um, in the morning of the spell, you should really take notice of, of how you're feeling. You know, if you're feeling any pains in your spine or in your, in your lower back or in your pelvic area. Uh, if you're feeling uneasy, you know, and you're feeling maybe very exhausted, like you've been fighting, you know. Uh, signs like that, physical uh, signs like that can tell you that there's, a, there's been like a, a disruption, you know, in, in your energies, and you should really look into it, especially if it if it persists, you know. Yeah, uh, you know the the whole thing about understanding the way your guides communicate with you. I think many of us miss that, Coco, and sometimes yeah. the confusion about dreams. Yeah, um, I, I think uh, um, the reason why. I always say, no, uh, keep a dream, a dream journal because, you know, it teaches you about um, your guides, you know. It teaches you about the symbolism they use, you know, and it, it gives you the opportunity to check over time, you know, uh, the messages and uh, the opportunity to, to compare what's been coming through uh, in your dreams versus reality. So... If you are more in tune with, with them and you're keeping track of, of the communications, if something weird is going on, then you're likely to know that, no, this is not, this doesn't sound like them. This is very out of character, you know? Yeah. Oh, eight nine one one zero four two zero seven SMS four one three nine one at a cost of one hundred and fifty. Tweet us at SFM Radio using the hashtag SFM Sound Awake. You can also uh, send us your WhatsApp notes of both messages oh six one four one zero four one zero seven. Look, Dumbia Manzi helping us navigate uh, the vision space on SFM. We'll talk more in a moment. George Bezos was born in Greece on 15 November 1927. He passed away on 9 September 2020. He was a human rights lawyer who campaigned against apartheid in South Africa, most notably during the Ravonia trial. George Bezos joined the bar in Johannesburg in 1954. During the 1950s and 60s, he was counsel to a wide range of well-known people, including Trevor Huddleston of Sophia Town. At the Ravonia trial from 1963 to 64, George Bezos was part of the team that defended Nelson Mandela, Governor Mbeki and Walter Sisulu. SAFM sends its deepest condolences to the Bezos family. May his soul rest in eternal peace. SAFM, leading the conversation. 11 minutes past for SAFM. Coco, let's go to... Is it Robert? Uh, oh, Voisila, beg your pardon. Voisila, who has a question for you, Coco? Voisila, good morning this morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, 
Sorry, boy, sorry. And in a tongue, Apacoco, a bengal tongue, in tongue, in a team, Gifugangiqui room, and sopeka cool and bony mix, and then Gukumdu Oti, all the scale of And then when I was looking around, I couldn't see them or, or see my body when I was standing up. So I, I, I tried to call for them, but where are they or where am I and who are they? They couldn't hear me or they were pretending not to hear me and they were moving around me and started to look around and I could feel there was something in the mouth like, like sand, dry sand, but hot, uh, cold sand. And then there was a pain in my tooth. I was born with um, a, an extra tooth in, in, my, in my frontal tooth, my lower jaw. And then my lower jaw was cold. So when I was feeling the ascent, the tooth was loose. And then I was, as I remembered, you know, when I, before I slept, I was feeling the tooth because it was troublesome, but it wasn't loose. Now it is loose. Maybe I pull it out. And then the person started to panic and run towards me to stop me from removing the tooth. And I pulled the tooth and it was long and it had a diamond sharp edge at the root and a gold, a gold to solder it to the tooth. Almost as if someone used gold to solder the diamond to the root of the tooth. And then I woke up with them trying to pull my hand and stopping me, shouting me to not do it. And then I woke up. Yeah, that, that, that's quite a bit to take in. Well, um, it's, I, I think it's a good dream. Uh, it's not, it's not a, a bad communication. The, the person that was saying, uh, they were talking about um, awakening in the, in the spirit realm, you know, because we know we exist as physical bodies, but we are more spirits than we are physical. So most, pe- most people are asleep in the spirit realm. And at some point, um, your guides can come and, and awaken you. Mm. And in this case, Vuile uh, was awakening his uh, spirit guide um, was awakening him, you know. But also the part about the truth um, was them was the spirit spirit guide uh, trying to tell them that uh, things firstly are going to change, but then he should not um, worry because at the end of the change or the transformation. Uh, there's going to be uh, wealth, uh, good fortune, um, uh, and uh, prosperity, you know. Uh, good flow, a good uh, spiritual energy flow that will come, that will come uh, uh, through. But then also uh, there will be a lot of anxiety throughout this spiritual awakening process, you know, and we feel a, a lot of the times like, uh, things are going wrong, you know, but mm, then the, mm, the spirit guide, mm. the spirit guide will be around them. That's why, uh, even though you couldn't perceive or see them, you know, <laughs> you felt that someone was. So, like, they were not paying attention. 
It felt like they were not paying attention to me, and I was looking for them because I'm. I want to know where am I? How did I get here? Why? Why? Why is it like my body is not here, but I'm here, but then I can't see myself. Yeah. Hey. You know, really, the, the other thing about the sand being being cold, we're near the water, so that per, that person is is a water spirit or is an ancestral spirit from the water mm-hmm. realm. That's that's why you're feeling the cold sand. Because they had taken you in your spirit form to their realm, you know, Ooh. and they were giving you power to feel the environment. Uh, you shouldn't worry. Over time, things are going to become clear. You know, you, you're going to meet them. You're going to meet them if you stay on the on the spiritual path. You you pastor, you pray, you know, you meditate, you know. Um, and especially if you go to the to the water, whether a river or a lake or even the ocean, and you say, "Mkulu, you know, um, I I saw you, I remember seeing you. You came to me, you know, reveal yourself to me, and guide me through through the the journey that you want us to take together." Vuela. We'll leave it there, my brother. I think you have some homework to do. So do not delay. Get on it as soon as you possibly can. All right? Thanks for the call, Wheeler in Port Elizabeth. Uh, Coco, we also had Craig. Craig says, I, um, Craig says, I keep dreaming, Thomas uh, Coco, I keep dreaming of my son's mother of which we are no longer together. In the same light, that dream has my late father and mother in it. What does it mean? Because we had a terrible breakup and was never considering talking to her, but rather just communicate with my son. But I see her a lot in my dreams, and I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if I'm just maybe letting my subconscious play tricks on me. Well, it's, it's no, it's it's not his subconscious uh, because, firstly, the mother of his child has a direct um, line to his subconscious because they were together for so long. Um, you know, there's uh, spiritual energies intermingled. You know, for uh, for such a, a long time. You know, so. Firstly, he must know that he's, he's sensitive to communication from from her. You know, seeing seeing his parents, you know, uh, is um, indicative that it's a communication from his parents, and they want they want him to communicate with them about this woman because there is a message they have for him about this woman. I'm not, I'm not sure if if you're getting what I'm saying. I, I follow. They, wa- they want they want to talk to him. The 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 message from the dream is that they want to talk to him about the woman. Yeah, Unzim. Yeah. Another one anonymous from PE says, "Gogo is dreaming about the passing away of a loved one. Mean that uh, this person is about to pass away." Could these dreams cause? Uh, could these dreams be caused by this pandemic and uh, the many deaths we are experiencing? It's 
it's not always the case that when you dream of someone passing away, that they will pass away. It depends. Uh, it depends on the kind of of dreamer that you are. So some people um, have clairvoyance. You know, some some people uh, are more in, intuitive dreamers. You know, than uh, visual dreamers. You know, uh, some some people uh, are more in tune with their anxieties or with their conscious mind than they are with their subconscious mind, which is the space of the guides, the ancestors. You know, so you have to understand yourself. You know, better um, in terms of of the uh, spiritual level that you are. If in the past you've been able to correctly predict real life events, then you can assume that something bad is going to happen. But if suddenly you have um, you have a, a, a dream out of the blue like this one, you know, and considering all that's been going on and the anxiety that people are experiencing, you can assume that you know it is just a worry. But then also, I would say, I would, if it it were me, you know, I would talk about that and, you know, try and reach out to the ancestors and be like, if if I'm I'm thinking about this too much or this some latent feeling I have or anxiety, please, God, ancestors, guides, just push this away, you know, let this not manifest. Yeah, it's 20 past 4 on SFM. We talk more with Coco in a moment. If you're ready to talk, I'm here to listen and nothing is off the agenda. Join me on The Talking Point every day from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. Only on SAFM. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Mangaung. 0614104107 is our SA WhatsApp message line. Voice notes or WhatsApp messages, please send them through. Also, SMS 41391 at a cost of 150. Twitter, SFM Radio, using the hashtag SFM Sound Awake. Um, Robert in. Uh, in, in KZN, in Great Town, Gogo says, I had a dream, Gogo, where my brother was being attacked by his friend who is late, and the friend was hiding it from us, and he was using a knife. Please help. Whoa. Okay. So, the the person, you, you said Robert, right? Okay. So, no, Robert was seeing a, a, a spiritual situation you know, um, happening. So he was he was witnessing what was happening uh, in the spirit world, you know, and uh, that that person is uh, is coming through uh, and attacking his brother, you know, in the spirit world. So that that signifies this is some kind of haunting, right? But the fact that he was trying to hide from them. It, 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 it's indicative of this person trying to hide from the ancestors. So it's trying to, to do this, but uh, gets 
through the, I guess, the sides of the ancestors so he can succeed. So what the brother needs to do is to go see a healer, you know, and sort of exercise his lay friend because the friend is coming through as an enemy. And after a while, that things are going to start happening to him, you know, if this carries on. Ish, cause for concern. Really and truly. Gogo, I had a dream sleeping on my bed. On the right-hand side, there's a pile of knives of different sizes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay, so that dream is basically, wow, it's, it's very, very, like, um, uh, conceited dream, right? Uh, but then... We should more. We should um, consider the symbolism of the knife. You know, uh, knife means um, usually it's uh, about harm. You know, uh, it's about fighting. Uh, it's about attacking. You know, I would say that person should get ready for war. You know, that person should get ready for uh, a lot of spiritual attacks. You know, and it's maybe a good time to start praying, to, to start communicating with the guys, you know, and, and calling for protection. Sure. Coco, I, I hope Coco can, can work this out. Um, it reads, Tawaza Coco, do, do spells expire? One, I have been praying to stop eating in dreams. Then it improved, but started over again. Perhaps I'm not praying hard enough. Any guidance on a prayer and times to block this? I know who the perpetrator is, and I have never retaliated. Why does God allow this? It's someone who used to be married to my mother, and ex-stepdad. Him and his family are not okay, but my mother never listened. Go. Oh, uh, yes. So um, uh, one of the things that I think people should um, know about prayer is that prayer is a for, is a form of um, energy sent from one thing to um, an, an ethereal thing, so it's a spiritual being asking for help, you know, or whatever you pray praying for, you know. So. The role that ancestors play, since they are already in the spirituals and they are already stronger um, energy beings than we are, is to elevate our prayers to high vibrational beings or God or the, the, the gods that are out there, right? So I think people out there should really consider before praying, enlisting or involving ancestral spirits because they're closest to us. They're connected to us through DNA. They are literally our family, you know? So before you pray, call on your ancestors and say, pray with me, connect me to uh, to God out there, to source, to the creator, so that 
whatever that I'm praying for may manifest. So what this person needs to do is to uh, ensure that, firstly, they use candles, you know, um, preferably red, three red candles when they're praying. And they must ask their ancestors, you know, to fight this fight for them. Yeah, absolutely. They must ask their ancestors, they must ask their ancestors to, uh, to cancel whatever this person is doing. And yes, uh, a spell can expire, you know, um, over time, if it's not renewed or whatever, yes, it can ex- uh, expire. But then, if you enlist your guides that are closest to you, then your, your, your prayers are much more powerful than when you just decide that you can uh, reach a God that is like in a very high frequency, you know? Uh, it's, very, it's very hard. That's why it takes long for, for people to get answers when they just pray without their ancestors or, or without establishing a connection with their ancestors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> William in Soshangu versus Tokuzan Koko. I once dreamt of being in a coffin ready to be buried. When the coffin started going down, I woke up because the alarm went off and it was time to get ready to go to work. What does this all mean? Sadly, Estelle. <laughs> um, okay, so Estelle was being done against his name, a death cell. And in his subconscious mind, you know, he was lucky enough to perceive that someone is speaking and calling his name and using uh, certain techniques, uh, magic, magical techniques, you know, to, to bury his spirit. Because uh, once you do that kind of spell and bury the person's spirit, it's only a matter of time before they follow in the physical realm. So I'm excited for him because they saw that most people don't see um, in their dreams when a spell is being cast against them. And then when bad things happen, they're like, wow, what a shocker, you know? But he saw what was being done. So there's a chance to this. There's a chance to fight. There's a chance to go see a healer. Sure. And I'm thinking probably will he spend the whole day contemplating to sleep or not to sleep? (laughs) Sleep. (laughs) Pray and sleep. (laughs) Because I would have problems with sleeping, Goku. I mean, yeesh. I'm seeing myself in a coffin. Um, Yeah. Seeing yourself in a car, Coco, because some people will always liken a car to a coffin. How, how, how the, what's the meaning of one being driven in a car in relation to a coffin? It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, driving around in a car it doesn't necessarily always mean that. Actually, personally, I've never been able to prove that driving around in a car equals this. Sure. Usually it means 
perceiving the movement of your energy. I see. I yes. see. So um, it depends. If there's, if there's someone in the car with you, it means the movement of your energy is initiated by a spirit guide. And they're trying to move you around in the, in the spirit realm to do whatever they, they need to do, you know, to help you, um, to help you do whatever you need to do, whatever they may need you to do. So moving your, moving your spirit from one place to the next, you know, some, some people, some people uh, can, uh, dream being in, in a plane or somewhere, you know, then you should know that, um, it's a, a higher energy sort of thing, like an angel, you know, or a saint, moving you from one place to the next. We call it Sistunya, you know, in Zulu. They have been sent by your older ancestors, the, the, the ancients, you know, to, to take you somewhere or to achieve a certain thing or to deliver a certain message from them to you. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean death. Coco, as per usual, how do we find Coco on Twitterati? Okay, so uh, you can find me here on Twitter at Ntombia um, Manzi. You know, um, if you'd like to talk to me privately, I have a consultation of reading. You can just uh, WhatsApp for Rosa Coco. Two zero six four zero one one four two eight five. You know, I'm also on. I'm also on Instagram and Google at Um And yeah, check out my blog as well. You know, gogotombiamanzi.blogspot.com. Sitoko Zakoko, always a pleasure having you with us. Uh, uh, you know, there was more. Uh, Olue too will defer your dream. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, but we've noted it. We'll defer that to next week, next week Tuesday, if you don't mind. Koko, Sitoko Zakoko, Thank you so much. You too. Sitoko Zakoko. Thank you. Thank you. That's a cock on Domiamanzi on SFM. Keep those uh, uh, dreams, uh, those concerns coming on 0614-104-107. I thank you to Gogo. Uh, comes from who? Who's this now? Um, yeah, unwritten, unsigned, but uh, somebody that uh, got uh, got uh, a, a reply that is very, very helpful. We're talking business with Michelle Drayton uh, from Rentosa. It's got a nice ring to it, eh? Rentosa. Voice good morning this morning. Welcome to the show. And then when I was looking around, I couldn't see them or, or see my body when I was standing up. So I, I, I tried to call for them, but where are they or where am I and who are they? They couldn't hear me or they were pretending not to hear me and they were moving around me and started to look around and I could feel there was something in the mouth like, like sand, dry sand, but hot, uh, cold sand. 
and then there was a pain in my tooth. Yeah, Kaka. I, I think it, it's a good dream. The the person that was saying Usuvugile, they were talking about um, awakening in the, in the spirit realm, you know, because we know we exist as physical bodies, but we are more spirits than we are physical. So most pe- most people are asleep in the spirit realm, and mm. at some point. Um, your guides can come and, and awaken you. 